Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Hey, Coxie. Hello. I quit. Again? That's how I started the other one. It is. <laughs> I can't remember which one I did, but I said recently on an episode, I think it was another one of these episodes where we say the naughty F word. The Effort Friday episodes. Yes, the, the Fudge at Friday. Um, so my accountant says fudge. He never swears. He says fudge. He says fudge. Oh, there's a whole episode in that, hey? There is. When people say flipping or fricking or yeah. flaming. You or might f- as well say the word. Just say fuck. Exactly. We're in Australia. Everybody says it. Just say fuck, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, know. It's don't say. That's fudge. the South Park thing. Anyway, <clears throat> whatever your flipping choice is, uh, flopping. <laughs> if you're in New Zealand, it's your flopping choice. Flipping <sighs> choice, bro. Choice, bro. Hey, I just put choice, bro. hate mail. Uh, I'm trying to get as much as I can. Apparently, Warwick at tradiesandbusiness.com.au. Some mail would be better than none. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? Oh, quitting your day job. Yes. Is that because you heard me singing in the toilet before? Yes. Don't quit your day job, boss. No, please don't. You'll be in all sorts of strife. <laughs> it's a big question, isn't it? It's a question we get asked a lot. Should so we I thought sing we'd in the make a bit of fun out of it. Mm. Mm. So should we sing in the toilet? No. In the shower, yes. Toilet, no. Right. It's a bit weird on the toilet. It, you know, Any noise people... in the toilet is weird, actually. Let's call it for what it is. <laughs> it's not stuff okay, you want to okay, share. so toilet humour, right? And then Here we'll, we go. Then we'll get into the actual yeah, thing. It's obviously Friday. Two things. Mm-hmm. One thing that kind of wigs me out is when people talk to you after you've entered the toilet and closed the door oh, and they continue to talk. Oh, girls do that all the time. Yeah. Girls do that because I think it's like, you know, when you're in high school, it's really embarrassing because it's noisy. What, say so everyone talks to each other? They talk. The sound of the... Oh, no. Far out. No, the twinkling. They're trying to drown the out the twinkling. Right. Okay. See, boys are more au okay with the whole twinkling <laughs> thing because right from the beginning, they stand shoulder next to each shoulder. other, get their bits out and go to the toilet. It's the well, weirdest concept. Technically, you only get one bit of your bits out. Okay. Well, If you're getting you more than one out for a week, <laughs> you're doing it all wrong. Clearly, us girls don't have a clue. <laughs> but you guys seem to be so much better at this stuff. And for girls, it's still quite embarrassing. So, by the time you're in your 40s, which I might be, I often will be at a conference, let's say, with a bunch of girlfriends and we'll all walk into the toilet talking. We continue talking all the way until we're walking back out again. Even after you've sat down for a poo? I don't poo in public. <laughs> but I find, it, I find it off-putting if I enter the smallest room in the house and mm. close the door and the conversation continues. It's like, I'm kind of busy in here. So is that why it's more awkward for you? Because if you go into the room, there's a reason for entering the room. If you, if you the close the door. The girls go into the room full stop. Yeah. See, for us, like the doors generally, there's no doors in the men's toilets mm. when you're just tinkling. Mm. And so you can literally just, you know, turn your head to the side and say, hey, mate, how you going? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty good now. Now that I you've had a look at my bits. <laughs> no, you don't look down. Never look down. This is freaking weird. <laughs> Just say fuck, Coxie. You'll feel better. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one thing, right? And the second thing is I find it really difficult in the in the rare occasion that I actually use a public toilet to sit down because mm. I just I have a thing about cleanliness and stuff. Mm. And, I'll, or you know, I go to the public loo and 
one of the cubicle doors is shut and then you hear (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying you hear some fairly loud expressive noises of all sorts of varieties (laughs) coming from the cubicle and it's like i find it really hard not to laugh (laughs) like out loud really childishly oh that's ridiculous You're a forty-five-ish year old man. Thank you. A uh, little, little different to that, but that'll I'll take it. Take um, every every. Year. I'll take every six months. I can get. <laughs> Actually, that no, was more than that. So uh, yeah, that's two things I have about toilets. Hmm. Well, there you mm. are. Anyway, I we're can not remember. About toilets. <laughs> <laughs> can I, I, somehow you drag us into this depths it's, of despair every time we do a Friday episode. episode. I wonder if this is why we don't get more pictures from big guests because <laughs> they listen to our Bucket Fridays and go, what the hell? Yeah. So we've got interviews with, you know, tax office and yes. marketing gurus <laughs> and then there's this stuff? Yeah. The high school boy toilet humour? Yeah, that's Warwick. You're welcome. It was up to me. We wouldn't go in the toilet. There you go. Mm-mm. Where would we go? Out in the lawn or something? The lawn, yes. You can tinkle on the lawn if you like. <laughs> if you're at the races <laughs> or a day on the green or something. Yes. Well, no, I still won't tinkle on the grass. No public tinkling. No. Okay. Anyway, you had something serious to talk about, I think. Yeah. How do we know when to quit our day job? I don't have a day job. I have a day job. Oh. What's your, what's your day job? Trades and business. Mother? Oh, right. Okay. Mother. Yep. That's a full-time life commitment. <laughs> that one never goes away. That's only a part-time job, isn't it? Yes, apparently. Oh. My ex-husband used to think so. Mm, I mm. bet. How to know when to quit. So, if you're working full-time and you want to transition into your trade business. Yeah, okay. So, this was a really valid question at various points in our business journey. Mm-hmm. I had always worked, as I've said so many times before, in pharmacy, high-level management in pharmacy for a pharmacy chain. And had done that for, I think it was about 15 years by the time I gave that away. And it was a really big question for us. How did we know the right time for me to quit my day job? What's the answer? There is no right time. If I was, well, actually, there's many answers. If I was you, I'd be saying when the money says that you can do it. Maybe. When the sum adds up. So that would be my first answer. But then my second answer would be when you can make the sum add up by adding value to the business. Yep. So recently you and I were having a conversation with one of our drawing board members about their what they're already outsourcing, how much money that's costing them and the other jobs that they have potentially mm-hmm. a need for help with. Mm. So we sat down and we wrote out a big job list for what a admin person could do for their job. They don't have partners that can work in their job, but they were looking for an admin person. Mm-hmm. So we sat down and we wrote a big list and that list was huge and comprehensive and immediately highlighted that the money they were already spending could actually almost be saved and made back simply by somebody coming on board to do a couple of those jobs. Yep. Things like chasing up a quote or chasing up an invoice or sending the invoice in the first place or making sure the safety paperwork's up to date or, I don't know, there are hundreds of things you can do to add value. So, if you can find a way to start to add value within your first month, that would be my second answer. Yep. So, it's really a combination of all of those. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh I heard something years ago um, in Business Coachy Land that... The magical, mythical beast of <laughs> Business Coachy Land where there are unicorns Which and rainbows. Prob- yeah, probably means some guy made some shit up yep. and everyone went, oh, yeah, that's true. Sounds great. Let's tell people yeah, that. let's put it on Google and make it true. <laughs> um, but, you know, a rough rule of thumb was that if you could fund three months mm-hmm. of someone's salary, mm-hmm. then it was time to put them on. Mm. Um, now, I actually 
have seen people do it earlier than that and it works out really well. And that's you know probably more like the example you're talking about yes. where can we afford to put someone on? Can the wife afford to quit her part-time or full-time job and actually come and work in the business? And sometimes, actually all the time, you can do the numbers till the cows come home, but you're just making an arbitrary decision about what the numbers need to look like before you feel like it's the right decision. Exactly. And ultimately, I think you just got to say, well, you know what? We're thinking about it. Um, We've got a bit of a plan. Here's some things we could do to increase the chances that it works out and just fucking do it. That's my answer. There's never a right time. Yes, it is now. No, it always (laughs) (laughs) But when I say there's never a right time, it's like when's the right time to have a child? There's never really a right time. You make it the right time. Just never do it. No, of course you (laughs) want to have kids. Well, maybe you don't. That's your choice. I don't mind. But Uh, Yeah, but it is the same. It, it, you have to commit to it at some point and you can do all sorts of analysis and ask everybody else's opinion and talk to us here on the show. You probably shouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> not on a in, Friday. In making your decision. Yeah, no, this is not a serious episode <laughs> day. Uh, but it's it's like, you know what? Commit to it and then what would you do? If you had yeah. to, if you had to do that, if you, if you got made redundant from your job and you mm-hmm. had to join your partner in the trade business... Mm-hmm. What would you do to make it work? There you are. And it's like if you're thrown off a building, you have to flap your arms to try to fly, don't you? And you might land a bit awkwardly, but, you know, uh, you don't know what you can land on the way down. I like the analogy, but I, oh, I, just, come on. I, think, the, I think the impact is a little more catastrophic than no, it's not wrong with the job quitting thing. I can fly. <laughs> is that because you identify as a bird? I do, actually. <laughs> a peacock. Excuse you. Get off my tail. <laughs> Uh, you don't have much of a tail as a peahen. No, I don't. And sort of drab colours too. But I'm a male. I identify as a as male, a male bird. Right. I am This, this a episode peacock, is definitely going in a different direction than what <laughs> I anticipated. <laughs> it's Friday. Toilet jokes and peacocks. Well, there's uh, some serious stuff in there. Yeah. So, in the middle there somewhere was something sensible that Coxie brought up. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for doing that. We're only 10 minutes in. Um... I, I think it's the same with a lot of decisions in business. It's mm. like, oh, how do I know when to do this? How do I know if I should put on a bookkeeper? Um, how do I know if I should raise my rates? Mm. Uh, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I? It's like, you know what? Just fucking go and do it and make it work. Can I pick on one that you just pull one of those ones out there that you were just rambling about? Uh-oh. How do I know when to raise my rates? If you said it, you should raise them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where you know. That's a great indicator if you're asking the question how do i know if i should raise my rates yep. it's time to raise your rates. you're so right and how often do we sit with trade business owners and we know that they're too cheap they're not charging appropriately we had this discussion only this week with one of the say, other drawing board you members mentioned the drawing board is like we just had this conversation with a couple of guys yes. a couple of electricians yes it's like what's going on with your rates yes guys hello yeah let's lift those and I think, yeah, another, again, they're just arbitrary rules of thumbs that people like us pull out of our coits. And if you. I don't have a coit. Yeah, everyone's got a coit. (laughs) Um, If you you haven't reviewed and increased your rates somewhere, somehow, whether that's materials markups Mm. or labor charge outs or consumables on the bottom of the invoice or an admin fee for late payments, like any of those ways that you should be recuperating recuperating recovering your costs i need to recuperate after that sentence <laughs> uh recovering your costs um if you haven't done that for you know the last three to six months mm. it's too long mm. 
Totally agree. Because you go have a look at your bills that come in. Yes. When was the last time your power bill went up, your phone bill went up, your fuel bill went up, your stationary bill went up? When did? When was the last time your costs as a business owner went up? And do we ever argue about those Probably or do we just cop it on the chin and walk away? Yesterday. Mm. And the day before that and mm-hmm. the day before that and the day before that. And, and all of those things are like termites. They're just chewing yes. away at the foundations of your business. Oh, my God, you're leading so into the next question. Oh, okay. This is going to be interesting. Um, and, and they just, they're destabilizing your business because it, it just eats away at your margins and then something will happen. You know, you'll bust your arm and you can't work on the tools for a couple of months mm-hmm. or, um, a, a, you know, a primary contractor or a builder or someone that you're doing work for, a customer doesn't pay a five grand or a 50 grand mm-hmm. invoice and that can be enough to break you mm-hmm. and bring down your house, not because of that one incident so much, but because you didn't do the other work That's of, right. you know, pushing your rates up consistently over time like every other business. Mm. Absolutely. So you've just led into the one question. Segway away. What is the one thing we can do in business to improve our profit margin? You've just answered the question, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's... And you know what? It's one of the big scary ones that everyone avoids. Everyone, most people we see avoid it. Yeah. And how much, like the people we have worked with Mm -hmm. that increase their rates, how much of a big deal is it after they do it? Oh, well, it was easy to do. And then all of a sudden there's some cash flow. Hello. And money, money. Because one of the biggest fears from business owners is, oh my gosh, I'll put my rates up, I'm going to lose all my clients or I won't win any more work. I'm already getting undercut by these other guys out there in the industry and I won't be able to close these these jobs. You know, no one's going to use me because I'm going to be the dearest in the market. And the world keeps spinning. And the reality is that that is a crock of shit. Mm, it is, it's just an excuse. It's your own head trash yes. about it. Yes, And invariably we see time and again people increase their rates. And we're not talking about going from, you know, an $80 an hour plumber to $120 an hour plumber. Mm. We're talking about like $80 to 88 bucks. Yes. Or 90 bucks. Small increases add up very quickly. And just about nobody notices. No. And not only that, one of the ones I love is when our members talk about and some of our, our clients that we work with in the drawing board and the trade desk talk about the fact that their customers tell them they're too cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a red like, flag. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it might be time to have a look at your charge-outs and your markups. Oh, we had one of those this week. <laughs> it's like, if your customers are telling you you're too cheap... You're too cheap. It's it's like, what? You can, like you can so probably double cheap. your rates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy, though. And I think it comes from... It starts within... We don't value what it is that we're able to give... When we talked about exactly. this just earlier today, yeah. you were specifically talking about one of your young builder clients and I was talking about my husband and how his identity was as a tradie. It wasn't as a business owner. And because he was identifying, if you like, to go back yeah. to the peacock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he was identifying as a tradie and not as a business owner, he wasn't actually recognizing all of his skills and everything he brought to the table as that business owner and therefore didn't change charge appropriately and it's so common so they don't value their time enough they don't value their expertise enough with clients you know it's like that young guy um that you mentioned you know we we had a conversation about the fact that he's a professional advisor now Mm. 
He has so much experience yes. behind him and so many projects and so many mistakes that he's worked through mm-hmm. that he's actually able to give professional advice to clients about how to bring their project to fruition in a way that honors the whole budget, quality, size, all that sort of stuff in a building project. And that's worth a hell of a lot more it than, than, and I'm doing the air quotes thing here, <laughs> just, just a carpenter. Yeah turning up to build a house yeah. or a deck or whatever it is. Absolutely. Which is very valuable. Of course. But compared to great building company, plumbing company, electrical company, business owners, electricians, builders and plumbers are a dime a dozen mm. by comparison, mm-hmm. right? So y- y- there's this this lack of self-value and self-worth that gets tied up in it. I think I talked about this on the the guest spot I did with the Trademunt boys mm. a while ago as well is, you know, tradies just, they undervalue themselves. Always. And it keeps them stuck. Because mm. they go, oh, I can't charge 90 bucks an hour. No, I'm just a tradie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a plumber. Plumbers can't charge more than that. It's like, well, I can find you plenty of plumbers who are probably mm. charging 120. Mm. Talk, to, talk to us about that. Yeah. How do you explain that one away? Numb nuts? <laughs> numb nuts. <laughs> Sorry, numb nuts. He doesn't really mean it. No, but that's that that's that negative yeah. identity thing, right? Absolutely. So yeah, it's how how do we get to that from when to quit your day job? Because you segued into all of the answers oh, and the big that's questions right. we've been asked in the last termites. week. Yeah. My my daughter used to call them hermites. Oh, that's so cute. When, when she was about four years old. Hermites. All, you know all the winged termites, the aliens yes, yes. that come in, in summertime? Yeah, I just thought they were more. flying ants. No, they're winged. They're called alates. So that's. So the, they're going to eat my house. Uh, they're looking for a new place to set up a colony. They can go away. Yeah, <laughs> not my house. Uh, this is the cool thing about working with trades is, mm. is you get to learn a lot about different trades. I really always thought so. they were ants, just flying ants. No. Oh, there are some flying ants, but same same thing. They're flying the coop and looking for a new place to set up a home. So Gee when you bastards. get those alates. They've left a big nest of termites somewhere and they're off to start a new one. Well, they never asked permission to make my house their new nest. You'll be out there with a can of bag on you next week. So <laughs> not. No, I don't use fly spray very often. I use a swat. You're going to be pretty busy with a swat. Sounds There's like a it. a lot of the buggers. I have a lot of children. I'll set them all to work. They've got two hands <laughs> each. They'll all be swinging off the guttering trying to swat all these alates. The new dog eats flies, so maybe she could eat the ant flying termite thing. She doesn't look like she would eat flies. She really does. She's so aggressive about it. (laughs) She's quite funny. She just hates flies. Mm. And we hate cheap plumbers and electricians and builders that don't put up their We don't hate them. We love them. We want to love you into making change. We want to love you into making some money. God damn it. Well, and that's the thing. You know, it's like you you keep your rates low. Go and and tell you, sit down your wife and kids if you're a dude or if it's a, you know, a lady trader, go sit your husband and your kids down or Mm. your, your whatever and say, hey, today I let someone use my services and my time for a lot less than they should have. Oh, you've led into another great answer. What's that? You know when you just don't charge for that 30 minutes because you're the nice guy? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Do you know how often every tradie does that? Every Way damn week? too often, yes. You just took that money away from your family. Yeah. So I when you say, hey, we can't go to Bali this year because the business didn't make enough money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Absolutely. That's because you dropped your pants on that last job. And how often do we do it as tradies? Well, you rounded it down. 15 minutes. Oh, yes. I'll just give you a discount because I feel like I need the job. 
No. I'm just, I'm doing it to get win the work though, Coxie. No. No? No. Put a sales process in place. I'm you might it win it anyway. They might tell everybody I'm too dear. No, they won't. They're not talking about that stuff. What they're talking about is the great job you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's other problems to be solved, like you alluded to, Coxie, with sales processes and marketing materials and websites and social media accounts and all the other stuff that creates a better perception than the other trades out there. And then you can absolutely charge 100 bucks an hour. Of course you can. With your eyes closed. I and don't, yeah, I, I just don't think anybody realizes how easy it is to do. I challenge everybody listening to put your rates up 10%. Mm-hmm. Just do it, 10%. Do it today. I challenge you. Then give me some feedback on how that went. Just do it for a week even and see how you go. And you know, the, the, the thing I love about that is everyone's working harder and harder to make more and more money to try mm. and get ahead. When you actually charge what you're worth, what your true value is, and the level of service and quality that you as a listener give your clients, because I haven't met a trader yet in our community that doesn't bust their ass for their customers mm. and do a bloody good job. Mm-hmm. And so when you actually start charging what you're worth, you actually don't need to work any harder to get paid your true salary as a business owner, as Mm -hmm. a tradie in business. You don't need to take on any more jobs. You don't need to spend a shitload of money on marketing. You don't need to go to networking events. You don't need to do Facebook ads or Google AdWords or anything else. If you already have a fairly reasonable flow of customers Mm -hmm. and you charge what you are really worth, you don't need to do all that other stuff. No, it's crazy. And everyone's fucking around with Facebook marketing instead <laughs> of actually charging what they're worth. Yes. And you don't need any more customers than you already get. So there you are. We both challenge you to put your rates up 10%. <laughs> Did you get that message? <laughs> just 10%. Just give it a try. Oh, give us some feedback. Breath. Tell us what it's like. I'm going to get Warwick a beer because I think he needs some cooling down. <laughs> but it's true, right? 10%. Yeah. It's such mm. a small increase. You're not going to Im- impact anybody directly. You're not going to upset anybody directly. You're not. Nobody's going to care about 10%. So do 10% today. And when you find you get the positive feedback or, or a via money. feedback. Right? Yes, good point. When, when customers don't ring you up in droves saying, that's it, you're charging me 10% <laughs> more than the guy that you were a year ago. And it's like, people don't even notice. Mm, how often does the, is it called the inflation rate? What's the right word? Yeah, inflation. Yes. Yeah. It goes up all the time, right? Yeah. And you know what? The people that complain about it, guess who they are? The pain-in-the-ass customers you wish you never had in the first place. Oh, it's not. Because they, they're the penny pinchers. They're the oh, ones no. that are... <laughs> I like them. <laughs> they don't exist, do they? No. Yeah, you love those people. Oh, I do. Mm. Oh, you charged me an extra $3.72 on this particular plumbing item. Last time, that was only $3. You know the ones I really love? Yeah. The ones that want you to break apart your invoice. Oh, yep. Bad sign. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sign. No. Yep. Can't do that. I'm sorry. Sorry. We're booked up right now. If you want to pay a $500 admin fee for me to do so, I'd be more than happy to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see way too much detail on invoices, hey? I think that... 90 it, degree elbow, 73 cents. Yeah, not, not Straight smart, joiner, guys. 92 no. cents. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Just say, charge to fix your plumbing fuck up, mm. $5,000. Mm. And with the, all the sales process and everything else it that we talk about matter. and that our trade deskers are doing and our drawing board peeps are doing, that's what actually earns you the right to charge the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. Jeez, this got really serious for a Friday. Oh, I'm done. I'm cooked. (sighs) (laughs) 
Maybe we'll both have a beer. Tell us what you think. Have you put your prices up in the past? Uh, how did it go? Are you thinking about it? Please Are thinking maybe you should? Have you quit your day job recently? Oh, yes, please. We want to hear from yeah. the people. Oh, hang on. Well, if you if you game and you've done either of those things, quit your day job or you're about to um, and you're thinking about it, or if you've put your rates up or you're about to mm. and you're thinking about it, mm-hmm. we want you as a guest on the podcast. Oh, yes, please. Oh, I'm glad you reacted that way. Yes, please. Because <laughs> we hadn't talked about that. No. Uh, yeah, we want to get you as a guest on the podcast and we'll, we'll do you as a real tradie story. That well, would be we'll very talk cool. We won't do you. But uh, we'll Good talk to you God, as now a we're back real tradie <laughs> on the podcast. Or if you want to dob someone in. Yes. Dob in a mate. Dob in a mate. Just make sure you send their phone number so we can pester the shit out of them. No, I'm not going to pester people. Bribe them. Sorry. Bribe them. Bribe them with yeah. what? We'll send them a pen. Okay. <laughs> I've got one here. It's purple. <laughs> it's not a branded pen or anything. It's so just, if you'd like a purple it's pen. It's a cheap half-used paper mate pen. Yes. But yeah, we want to get uh, we want to get a couple guests on the show from our listeners. We want you on the show. We also want you to tell us who you'd like to hear from. Hmm. We have experts pitching us left, right, and centre to get on the show, and there are times where we think mm, no, but maybe it's someone you want to hear from. So tell us who you want us to interview. Yeah, yeah, we we want, we want what you want. We want what? You, yeah, okay, yeah. we want what you want. Yeah, you know, as the listeners. Yes, because otherwise we're just guessing and making shit up. Mm. Kind of like these episodes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, hit us up on Facebook. Um, send us a DM or a PM or however you say that these days. Mm. Why did it change from DM to PM? Direct I don't know. Was that a Facebook thing maybe? Or maybe Instagram was one and Facebook was the other. I don't know. I don't get now it. Now it's anyway. just just send me an M. And just, just send us an M and uh, we'll give you an A. That's going to take off. <laughs> you watch. It's going to go viral. <laughs> and you heard it here first. <laughs> You heard it here first. I'm dying here. Can't on the you? Tradies and Business Fuck a Friday podcast. I need something to lubricate my vocal cords. Time for coffee. That's a bit late for coffee. I'll be awake all night. You have never said those words to me before. No, I'm getting old. I've got to cut back. Anyway, uh, send, us a, send us an M and uh, <laughs> tell us who you want on the show. And if you've got the guts to come and be a guest on the show, we would love to do a real tradie story with you, a guy mm. or a chick. Um, quitting your job, your day job, joining the business, or putting your rates up, or thinking about it, get your get your you get your vocal cords on the show. Yep. All right, I want to do something clever shit. with my vocal cords now, but I can't sing. No, my throat's too dry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so true. I All used right. to be able to sing. Well, Coxie's going to go sing in the shower, and I'm going to go drink some coffee. I'm just going to talk while I tinkle. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.